On this week's episode, drink every time Dustin Hoffman says jellyfish. It's fear. <laughs> I'm Andrew Jupin. That got me. Steven Sadak. Chris Cavan. <laughs> Eric Svierska. And we hate movies. That was a good one. Thank you for tuning in. As always, if you're new to the program because you're a big Crichton head, uh, mm -hmm. this is a comedy show where we use a movie as a jumping off point to make a bunch of silly jokes. Honey, my Crichton Google alert's going <laughs> off. Said that one man in S Norway. Maybe? Someone has that. No, yeah. definitely, definitely, definitely. He hasn't gone off since Westworld came on air. <laughs> uh, this is Sphere from uh, 1998, directed by Barry Levinson. My first note uh, I took while watching this movie for the first time in probably like 20 years uh, was, oh, fuck, this is directed by Barry Levinson. <laughs> I just do not like this dude's movies. Mine was simpler. Yeah. Barry Levinson sucks. <laughs> uh, no, he made, I think, one good movie. Wag, the, Wag dog the Dog is Wag good. I never watched Diner. Diner's okay. Diner's okay. It's yeah. fine. It's like one of those movies. That, it's, it's a good movie, but it's like, Boy, if you had the nostalgia yeah. for it, it's even better. Exactly. Well, I feel like Barry Levinson would probably be a better hang than a, a director. Like, I just feel like he's probably a good guy. Yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. He's I a, mean, yeah. if you have a current event that you want to make a movie and have star Al Pacino for some reason, <laughs> Barry Levinson is your fucking guy, dude. Or and De Niro, actually. Wasn't De Niro in the Ponzi Scheme movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wizard of the Lies. Wizard yeah. of Lies. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Which was a Barry Levinson movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. That's all, any HBO nonsense. Yeah, but like he he did the Al Pacino as, as Dr. Kevorkian. You right. don't know Jack. <laughs> I think he also did the Phil Spector movie. Was that him? No, that's David. You just Mamet. cost me You're right. 6,000 lives. That's Pacino as Kevorkian. Oh, right. Oh, this Steve, is are you watching Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> no. Speaking of which, we have a Star Trek podcast <laughs> on, on patreon.com. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of uh, shameless self-promotion, I just woke up because uh, we were talking about <laughs> latter period Barry Levinson. Uh -huh. We are talking about, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff on the West Coast in November. On That's November right. the 6th, we mm -hmm. are coming to San Francisco, which is a really fucking cool it's gonna city. Be a treat. I'm so excited. It's going to be a treat. It's busting my San Fran cherry this November, Ooh, man. Oh, God, really? Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. I've never been there before. You're doing what in San Francisco? <laughs> That's right, Dad. Deal with it. Um, in, I love San Francisco, okay? He we, told me he loves me, too. We are going to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. We are going at Cobb's Comedy Club. We're going to be talking about the movie The Rock in a We Love Movie setting. Right. Everyone relax. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of Sean, Con Sean Connery. You fucked the prom queen. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be awesome, man. And then the very next night, we're uh, we're going to be in Portland, Oregon. 
uh, at the Aladdin Theater, mm-hmm. uh, we are talking about Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I, yes, I be, did forget for a second. It's good to be what is your movie and what's its name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great question, Arnold. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's going to be an awesome. That's a huge venue. If you're anywhere near Portland, you really should go because that's the only right. time we're going right. to get out there. Seattle did not work out yet again. No. So yeah, they gave us the boot. Yeah, Seattle, your city's terrible. Well, <laughs> you know I'm sure it's fine, but yeah. listen, no one wants us there, so come down to cross state lines. For yeah, the dude. Movies. You can bring the weed across state lines too, man. That's what's awesome. Yeah. I did it the reverse the last time we played Portland. You did what? I took a bunch <laughs> of weed, Dad, <laughs> and brought it from Portland to Washington. First, you're losing your cherry to San Francisco. <laughs> and now this. Uh, and then uh, that Sunday <laughs> on right, November yes. the 10th, right. we are going to be hanging out in our f- a, a place we really like, Los Angeles. Love L.A. Right. Love, Love L.A. It. So uh, what 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 are we what crime or sexual endeavor are we doing there? Uh, oh, well, dude, we're, we're, dude, we are going to be at the Hollywood Improv. We are going ass to ass with the original karate. <laughs> there, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Jennifer uh, Connelly will be joining us on oh stage. I'm, I'm kidding. God, I'm kidding. Sweep the ass. <laughs> and Steve Sadak as Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, and yeah, we're doing that. It'll be super fun. Uh, Hollywood Improv is an awesome venue. You totally. should go, go out. Uh, we're going to be in L.A. It's going to be super fun. It's our West Coast tour. We're really excited about mm-hmm. it. Uh, these tickets are moving. I'm, I'm already yep. hearing some rumblings about sold-out shows. I don't know. I'm yes, rumblings. I think uh, at least one of the shows, the VIP ticks are sold out. And sold it, out weeks ago. You yeah. get those VIP ticks, man. You get to hang with us after the show. Yeah. That's something. Uh, that, yeah, totally. Super fun. Uh, so check all that out on the WHM podcast. The newly revamped. That's Thank right. you, Philippe Sobrero. That's uh, right. Newly revamped. Uh, uh, WHMpodcast.com on that tour tab. Barry Levinson, go. Here we go. So, oh, fuck, this is Barry Levinson. We got one word from the audience. It is Barry Levinson. (laughs) I heard it in the back. Uh, This is a movie I saw a ton of times. At least a dozen, probably more. Both of you guys loved the fucking Spheres. Dude, I've seen seen this movie 15 times, too. No. It was an HBO thing, and this movie is like four hours long. It's incredibly engrossing. Because Here's the thing. Is it? The script is wretched. Bad script. The performances are really good, I think, for the most part. Yeah. It's actors that I really like, wall to wall, and Mm -hmm. they're all pretty good in it. I think this is my Mm. third time seeing this. I saw this in the theaters. I remember that distinctly. That was kind of like a nice afternoon. Oh, sure. Wait, how many times have you seen it? Like three times. I'm sorry, Eric, you can't be in the Sphere Boys. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want to be a Sphere Boys. (laughs) Oh, dude, we're going to get some fucking, like, denim jackets with circles on the back of them? Oh, shit. Yeah, Dad, I'm a fucking spear boy. (laughs) You're a what? You get one with a jellyfish on it. You get one with a squid egg on it. My boy's in a Crichton cult. (laughs) Oh, no, he changed his name to Andrew Coyote. He's got 300 copies of Airframe. (laughs) Son, is this, like, Nexium? (laughs) Was, is that what the, that's what that's yeah, which, yeah. which was camped out a mile from my parents' house. Yeah, that's right. My parents live near a famed sex cult. No, so you you saw it once and you were, or I saw in the it theaters. in the theater. And right. It was the thing is like I didn't dislike it. I was actually totally fine with it because I back in those days. I cherish those mid-range movies. Yes, yep. I agree. That middle of the road. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just a soggy little movie because it's <laughs> underwater. And <laughs> you just fucking hang out in it, and it's fine. But nowadays, everything has to be fucking, you know, 
firing on all, all cylinders. Right, we got to blow the doors off yeah, every right. time. Right, everything's got to be like... Bah, 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 bah. If you're not you. breaking a record, you shouldn't make a movie. Exactly, yeah, everything's... Bah, 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 or, oh, me, bah, I want me Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> that's Eric's impression of a green book. Wow. But that's what we're, that's the world we're living in now, though we don't have those mid-range movies, and I kind of it was kind of nice revisiting it, but at the same time it sucks. Well, well I'll, <laughs> I it definitely sucks. That's not up for debate now. Yeah, but like at the uh, time, I since I hadn't seen I at the end of uh, the last episode, Lawnmower Man, I called this Solaris for idiots. Mm-hmm. It is completely, yeah. and I hadn't seen Solaris yet, so. The premise was really interesting. I oh, thought sure. It was genuinely like, oh, my God, okay, that's a w- interesting way to do aliens. Like, that's yes. very cool. And then the minute you see Solaris, oh, you're like, oh, it's fucking awful. <laughs> the problem is, and it's interesting, Eric, that you were saying that this is, it's just like a middle of the road, whatever. And it totally is. It's like yeah. a step above a B science fiction movie. The problem with it, though, is it's carrying itself yes. with the the bombast yeah. of a fucking Spielbergian, like James yes. Cameron-esque, like, like high-tier science fiction. Right. It's film. trying to be smart by being slow. You, you, you know what? Yeah, if we don't move too fast, maybe they won't find <laughs> us out. You know what we're actually doing is recreating what the executives thought about this movie before it was released, because this was supposed to come out on Christmas. Yeah. It was a Christmas release, and then they pushed it to February because they were like, "Ew, sphere." I mean, because like, everyone was like, "Oh wow, it's like going to be Michael Crichton, Barry yeah. Levinson, Dustin Hoffman." Yes, yes, yes. And then they're like, "Oh, that's that movie." No, February. Well, that's the that's it's that's bad thinking though because so like ninety three Jurassic Park, ninety five Congo, ninety seven Lost World, and then ni- so this is like the fourth. It's like the height of the nineties Crichton fever. It's Crichton boom, man. Why wouldn't you put this out in the summertime? Well, also, this- like you're underwater. It's hot out. Everybody's <laughs> thinking true. about cooling off. It's like this thing where it's like it was like it was the what else you got? Like oh that the Jurassic Park kids coming in. What else he got? Right. <laughs> oh, it's about a sphere. I love it. Ten hundred million dollars. A sphere, great. I got one of those stuck up my ass right now. Oh, a timeline, fantastic. Monkeys with lasers, I love it. <laughs> this kid's got a billion great ideas, and they're all terrible. <laughs> I never saw timeline. I need to. We will eventually. Right. It's, it's better a, than this movie. It's Paul, Paul Walker's. Hundred percent. Really? Yeah. I mean. Okay, hundred percent. Right. I, I think as a kid, I didn't realize how dirt stupid this movie is. This movie, mm. with any adult scrutiny, just falls right apart. But it's because of what Eric's saying, though. It's slow and cautious. This movie's like a cat burglar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like let's just sneak yeah. to the end credits and, and what, nobody finds and out how stupid. Dustin we are. Hoffman just quotes Jurassic Park: "If you don't move, it can't see you. <laughs> no one will see the plot hole if you don't move." <laughs> Andrew, what you were saying about like this movie's trying to be like prestigious or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of sh- these mid-range movies in the 90s tried that too. Like even something like Air Force 1 yeah. is bo- yeah. you know soup to nuts is dumb as shit. Right. Yes. But but it presents itself as like oh no don't. Yes. That's that's the biggest part of it I think with this movie is the orchestration like the score of this yeah. movie. Horrible. I don't know like they were trying to make some like prestige picture and the whole thing fell apart and the guy was like well, I got the score done. I guess I'll sell it to Sphere. <laughs> it's also the chapter titles. Oh, dude, get the they, fuck yep, out of here. They cut yep. the pacing to ribbons. Dude, yes. it's like watching a fucking episode of Frasier with like, these things. Shut the fuck. <laughs> There's one fucking chapter called Analysis, and then the next one is Further Analysis. <laughs> Yes, Niles, that crane is back. I mean, that sphere is back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
You get the idea. Oh, no, Niles. There's all these jellyfish everywhere. Ah, all ah. right, chapter four, the sphere. Jerry, 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 I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, what, what happened with the jellyfish? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry, why are you in my dad's chair? After this movie is Dustin Hoffman saying the word Jerry. And the other half is him saying fucking jellyfish. <laughs> Oh, man, jerryfish, that'll do it. Oh, shit. What's the deal with all these flakes I have to eat? I'm a jerryfish. <laughs> That's supremely dumb, and I so apologize. This I'm gold, Jerry. I'm a banyafish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. The rarely seen in the wild banyafish. Oh, a beautiful day for banyafish. That guy blows his brains out. <laughs> Beautiful day for Banya Fish is when he gets a deal at NBC, spelled like S E S. Banya's not dead. No, no, it's uh, J.D. Salinger's story, A Beautiful Day for Banana Fish, oh. or A Wonderful Day for Banana Fish. Guy blows his brains out. Never read it. Pretty great. Is that in the collection there, Raise the Beam High, Ye Carpenter, or whatever That's the fuck that shit is? nine stories, my friend. Oh, yeah, that checks out. It's one of the nine, huh? <laughs> it's one of the nine. It's an extra a one. Perfect, it's, uh, I think it's five. You know what's <laughs> a good one nine that? stories, it's five. Seven of nine is a very sexy <laughs> story. Oh, yeah, dude. J.D. Salinger's seventh story, and that is about a fucking Borg. A sexy yeah. Borg. Yeah. Let me tell you, she made a lot of nerds' dreams come true on Star Trek Voyager. Look out. And she wasn't young enough for J.D. Salinger. By the way, uh, <laughs> it's a perfect true. day for Banana Fish. Just want to put that out there. Stop your tweets. Good one. Uh, so, yeah. It's, no one was tweeting about it. No one was. Uh, but no one reads. If you're listening to this, you don't even have a high school education, and that's fine. <laughs> Stop insulting the fans. <laughs> uh, so we open on just, you know what? Open, all right. I'm going mm. to sell you a $100 million movie. Okay. Guess what? Yep. We open. Dustin Hoffman in a helicopter with a guy who likes the Baltimore Orioles. Dude, dude, uh, no, 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 not, not, not just any guy, Chris Ooh. Gavin. That is Huey Lewis of Huey Wait, Lewis. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And not only that, it's Dustin Hoffman waking up. The yeah. movie wakes up because we get that prestigious fucking 30 minute opening credit sequence Absolutely. where I have to hear about the costume designer of Sphere. Yep. It's insane. These credits Jump are going... Jumpsuit designer, excuse <laughs> me. And it's also, you can just see uh, uh, all these pictures of, like, fucking sea monsters throughout the ages yes. and all these nautical maps and all this garbage. Yeah, oh, right, and krakens uh, and shit. Oh, oh yeah. tons of krakens. I can't believe I missed Huey Lewis. That's actually yeah. hilarious, because I, I read in the trivia... This helicopter's just too darn way, loud. Mis- I'm sorry. Mr. <laughs> 15 times or whatever? <laughs> Nine times? <laughs> Nine times you didn't notice Huey Lewis. I did not. The I'm m- sorry, Steve, I cut you off, though. What were you saying? No, no, but did anyone read the trivia about Huey Lewis? No. Which, I didn't, which confused me, because I was like, wait, why would you, what uh, Barry Levinson was uh, considering for the end credits of this film, original too, which, song, with a duet between Huey Lewis and Queen Latifah, oh, wow. he wanted oh. it, and it didn't you happen. Or maybe somebody was like, "That's a fucking terrible idea." You know what? I think Eric Siska's reading my mind. Say it. <laughs> An interlude in that song where Dustin Hoffman raps. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say better movie, but that's also a yes. good idea. That always was driving the driveway. That always was driving the driveway. If this is fear, please let me know. I don't know if I'm supposed to be in the rest of this movie. That's the power of jellyfish. 
I'm going to fly you, and I'm going to take care of the sphere. Ba, 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 ba. I wish I was a little bit taller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is his line that he gets. wish I was a baller, like a sphere. Get it? Kids? Kids. Ma, ma, Kids. Big boy did it. Ma, big boy did it. <laughs> I wish I had a girl who was cool. I would call her something terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll get there. This movie's fucking misogynistic as shit. So... Uh, it, I didn't know it was Huey Lewis, so he's, he's flying him in. He's like, "Oh, welcome to the movie, Dustin Hoffman." <laughs> yep, here we are. Uh, and he's like, uh, basically, just Dustin Hoffman is a psychologist. He uh, is on a list for people for psychiatrists that um, will uh, care for people after a plane crash. We'll right. So people. he like goes to sites yeah. and he's on hand for like you know trauma and whatnot. Which what a fucking one heroic job, but also that's just misery. Yeah. That's a tough job. But then later it's revealed that he also wrote like some report for the Bush One administration yeah. about that alien is, contact. It's, it's so awesome. So yeah, he explains to Huey Lewis like what his job is. And they have this back and forth of like, well, it's a plane crash. And Huey Lewis is like, what? Plane crash? <laughs> yeah. What did they tell you? I don't know. What did they tell you? What are we doing? Where are we? <laughs> but Julius doesn't know what he's doing. All he knows is he's dropping him off, and this has been a lot of people coming in and out of here all week, blah, right. blah, blah. Uh, and then so Dustin Hoffman, like, they, Hugh Lewis is like, all right, we're here. And he looks, he's like, that's not a plane crash. <laughs> and we see, like, the shot of the ocean. There's, like, a fleet of ships yes. uh, all around this whole thing, so you know, you know something's up. And so Dustin Hoffman goes on this uh, uh, boat or a battleship or whatever. Yeah. He meets Peter Coyote. Excellent name. Just a terrific yeah, So name. awesome. And he is an underrated actor. He is. I like him actually a lot. Barry For Levinson him. is shooting this like a fucking Paul Greengrass picture. Yes, yeah. Like in the hallways, like handheld stuff. Right. While fucking Sharon Stone, who is the biochemist. Yes. Which in the book, this character is a zoologist, yeah. by the way. Mm. But um, to Eric's point, this is when Peter Coyote is like, it's not a plane crash. Remember that report you wrote in the Bush administration about how to meet an alien? Well, that's the... A, we never investigated it. B, uh, we took it word for word yep. uh, like it's the Bible. Yep. And here's all the people you wanted to bring, which were just <sighs> people like, you knew. Dude, background check these people. Because Peter yep. Coyote has problems with uh, Sharon Stone's like me medical history. history. Yes. Yeah. And her Dude. relationship with just Dustin Hoffman, like, yeah, this and Peter Coyote is, is introduced. It's like, they're like, what branch of the government are you from? It's like, nobody knows. I'm a black hat kind of guy or whatever. Like, that's his idea. He, like, he says some like man in black kind of dude. Yeah, because he's like, you ever hear of the whatever? The OSS, I think. No, no, no. You ever heard of the OSSA? Yeah. Which is the group they are a part of. <laughs> so the thing that's doing the thing yeah. doesn't know the guy who's leading the thing. Yes, he's like, I, makes no fucking well, sense. Well, this is yeah. just the, you know, spy versus spy land, you know? <laughs> but this guy, yeah, he's just like, oh, I'll just take this fucking weird psychiatrist report for on its face and yep. do, no to Eric's point, yeah. no background checks. Well, Barr, uh, we got the, <laughs> the little short Jewish man came in today and gave me his report about the aliens, and uh, I gotta tell you, Scarier than anything Stephen King or Michael Crichton ever wrote. <laughs> Look, I can't be thinking about aliens. I got to slaughter people in Nicaragua. Uh, why don't we just get Dustin Hoffman to do an alien thing, and then people will think that's funny. Hey, I Poppy, think can I meet the ETs? <laughs> no, no, you're not meeting any aliens until you finish 9-11, son. You finish your 9-11 paper, and then we'll talk, boy. We need a plan, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, Poppy, knock him down like dominoes. <laughs> I don't know. That's up to you, boy, when you're president. Oh, y- you put the Pentagon in here. I think that's a nice little note there, W. That's my junior. Always thinking two steps ahead. They're all going to be looking over here, but then we have to look over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, is that the alien report? Yeah, put it down over there. That's fine, Barr. <laughs> uh, you, you, you have it here as a United 90. I say United 93. It's a better movie title. <laughs> all right. So I need a report on aliens. I need a report on what to do with a DeLorean that travels through time. I need a... Got to have a report here on... Uh, if a, if a Frenchman blasts a bunch of horn noises at a spacecraft. I need to get a uh, body count from Guatemala and then burn it. <laughs> need a uh, report on what's going on with all those dojos. A lot of karate's going on in this country. Gonna have, to, uh, gonna have to put the fix in at the All Valley. <laughs> gotta deregulate those dojos, Bar. Uh, gotta, gotta have a plan in place for if a uh, madman billionaire brings dinosaurs back to life. <laughs> uh, so he... <laughs> He's on this boat, Dustin Hoffman is, and he meets up with uh, the rest of the team. It's Sharon Stone, Samuel L. Jackson, who's a mathematician, uh, and Liev Schreiber, who's an astrophysicist and the world's biggest asshole. Yeah, uh, well, he's actually kind of funny, oddly enough, a like a proto Neil deGrasse Tyson. He he writes a book called Astrophysics You Can Use. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. kind of a, a fake Carl Sagan, obviously. And then he starts the critiquing 90s. a bunch of movies like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then he's like, oh, statistically, uh, so many people die every day. If 50 people die in a mass shooting, eh. Like, yeah. it, does, it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's just a numbers guy, you guys. Yeah, that's true. You know what? No. God, what a fucking piece of shit. And you know what? I would like to say this. Okay. When everybody loved that dude, I thought he sucked. Agreed. Uh, yeah, me yeah. too. Okay, good. We were, I think you can go, go back on the, on the records on this show. Yeah. We, we were making fun of that guy for years. We, he anyway. sucked way before the sex crime stuff, yeah. but that just really puts the See nails in. See our episode on Moontrap a thousand years All ago. Right. All right. Uh, the newly revamped episodes tab on the website. Oh, so, yeah, the website, whmpodcast.com. We love it. We're really proud of it these days. So, yeah, look, so it, it's... Uh, they uh, And they all know him. Uh, Sharon Stone... Uh, said that she knew him at like uh, MIT, but like also they clearly had an affair. Yeah, and you don't know what's going on there. But wasn't she also his patient? Too? She was. That's a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And she was his patient, and they also clearly had an affair, which is obviously a no go for is, a psychiatrist. Yeah. Is, is it patient or or student? I think both. Well, like sh- he says something about like she was stud- like she was getting her graduate degree or something mm, at MIT. Yeah. Uh, and maybe he was teaching there, but I could have sworn because because Peter Coyote later is like, uh, oh well, wasn't she? You know, at one time your patient. He's like, uh, I it's uh, confidential. I can't uh, talk about that. Obviously, yeah. I could be sued. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, c- it could come back to me real quick. Uh, and he's buddies with Samuel L. Jackson, who's right. this, this mathematician uh, playing Harry, whatever. And then Lev Schreiber was like. Uh, like he knew his dad or something like that. Dustin Hoffman did, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. And he's and he's so he's known Liev Driver since he was like a teenager. The nepotism of this report, exactly. It just, this report doesn't hold any water. Like it, it would make sense. Oh, if water. The, oh, yeah. It would make sense if the report was like get all these specialists, but you, find them when right. when the time is right. You need a biochemist. Yes. You need a mathematician. Like uh, don't put names in it. It just seems so weird. It's like. Yeah, now if we ever encounter a sphere, uh, contact <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson because his head kind of looks like a sphere. Um, who else? Who else? 
He's just watching TV, <laughs> blind furious on, like, yeah, you got to get Rutger Howard to show up. Yeah, so, like, he's just, like, bullshitting this thing. Why don't you call Leo Schreiber, even though he's a square? <laughs> square. Yes, we loved your report. Actually, the, well, the weird thing about your report was 15 pages of how to meet aliens, and the rest was just uh, the middle section of Farewell to Arms, just all bound together. <laughs> oh, I think that was a printing error. <laughs> That certainly wasn't my famed report. <laughs> this report's been plagiarized. <laughs> but so, yes, it, yeah. he's like, hey, guess what? Uh, why everyone is here is a couple of days ago or not. even. We, we, we noticed there's this beacon coming from under the under the sea, way down, way well, down below. Something was down there. Oh, there was like a ship down there or, or something. Yeah, yeah, they were. That's what it was. They were like laying cables on the ocean floor. Yeah. They discovered this massive ship. Uh, that's buried under eight yards of coral. Mm. And so they they all start doing like a bunch of math because Sharon Stone's like, well, this coral only grows like such and such inch per (laughs) year, whatever it is. And Sam Jackson does the calculations in his head, being the mathematician. uh, And they discover that this, because of how much coral is on top of it, that it's been lying on the ocean floor since 1709. Dun, dun, dun. And then cut to Peter Coyote. Yeah, yeah, just sci-fi stuff. You know, <laughs> you know what? It's you know something's down there. Let's just go see it. Shut up with your science. And it's like shut up <laughs> with your science. It's like oh, and like look at this. We found an enormous spaceship. Uh, and what we did was we, we created a habitat right next to it. And the cool thing about this habitat mm. is it's enormous and could fit up to including forty people. Mm-hmm. But we're going to bring only these five people sure. that yep. are in this report. Plus two, plus Queen Latifah and some and other lady. You would have that a, is it. a garrison of commandos down there. Yes. In, in the book, they go down with it's it's the scientists, and then there's like a navy squadron and that goes. Of course, down. there would be. That would make yeah. sense. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it? We only lost like four hundred thousand naval officers while building this thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was the fucking timetable for constructing this? Atlantis under the sea. Whenever one of the naval soldiers died from exhaustion, we built them into the facility. <laughs> it's in between the wall. It's like the movie Sicario that's not out yet. <laughs> uh, and his thing is like, all right, we're going to get eight hours of training on how to be in the most dangerous environment in the world. And it's like, yeah. sounds great. Um, Here's t- a new title card. <laughs> training. <laughs> Further training. <laughs> I had a question about Liev Schreiber in this movie. So this is 98, so say we're filming in like 97, maybe sure. late 96, something like that, right? Uh, so was it immediately after this movie uh, was made that his voice lowered? Because yeah. what is this Liev Schreiber I'm watching in this movie? Because in Scream, yeah. he doesn't speak in the first one. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's just shown on like the t- the television footage yeah. or whatever. Looking like Bob Odenkirk. Like he maybe has a line. He doesn't look like Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> and maybe he has a line I don't really remember. I think but- they filmed scenes, but they were cut from that. Yeah, that kind of sounds right. Well, then Scream you guys Two talking is like about seven. Cotton Weave, Cotton, <laughs> Cotton Weary, absolutely. Cotton Weary. But it's it's weird because yes. he's in Scream yeah. Two in '97 and he sounds like regular Liev Schreiber. But yeah. in this movie, it's way higher. And I'm like, what is going on? I think it's a, doing a voice, trying a to bit. sound smart. Yeah. No, I, it's, what are you talking about? His testicles finally dropped. <laughs> he hit puberty at 31 years old. But that, <laughs> oh God. That's God hair, help hair, hair down there. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm almost middle aged. What? Uh, no, because all the time. But speaking of voices, though, that's funny because Sharon Stone, yes, who's from like Pennsylvania, mm. 
sounds like she's doing like a pseudo southern accent like just oh, the she, slightest mm. bit of something and i'm like why are you bothering for sphere i, I gotta say i was actually pretty i like sharon stone in this movie i, I like sharon stone in a lot of things no exactly it just reminded me like that she's been like in movie jail or whatever but she's yeah. a really good actress like she, oh, she's yeah. bringing the heat in this movie you has know she what done I mean? anything since like basic instinct 2 <laughs> i think catwoman was uh, uh, she's an dog. alpha dog where she's in a fat suit at the end really yeah. wait yeah. i'm sorry what it's bad it's a bad a it's a terrible movie alpha dog's a wretched awful, movie awful. Really? that's jt bunch of people justin timberlake's in that movie justin yes, timberlake justin, is in it uh anton yelkin i think is yes, the lead. ben in foster's yeah. in it ben foster goes into a party looking for something uh-huh people f- swarm at him and he karate fights them in the middle of this act yeah. of in the middle of a drama and that's that something at the end of the movie because it's about kids who die or whatever and Sharon Stone's one of the parents yeah they cut to her it's like an interview which makes no sense because that's no. not what the movie is <laughs> and like she's just like in this fat suit like yeah it's been hard ever since Billy died hence the fat suit that's and she, really and she weird. starts crying yeah. it's really bad and I, I mean, think she's she's worked pretty consistently. Just oh, look. I mean, yeah. she's in but the fucking horrendous movie uh, Fading Gigolo. Yeah. She was in that Loveless movie. Remember the Linda Loveless biopic? Oh, she no. schools everyone in Casino. She is Incredible. the best part of that movie, absolutely by, by ten yards. Um, and then she was in something like more kind of recently. What is it's coming out? So- oh, she's in um, uh, what is it? A uh, new Pope. The HBO show. Oh, she's, she's oh be in you that. know what she's great in uh, is Soderbergh's Mosaic. Oh, I never saw that show. She's really Where did good that in that air. That was HBO. Was it HBO? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really but good. so she, she's in this, and like, but the problem is they sidle her with this fucking this character who's in capital K crazy. They say she's crazy. Yeah, they're literally like you're crazy. But it's like the the sta- like she's a, she's a genius level scientist like everybody else is. Right. But she's like a nut. Even Peter Coyote to her face later in this movie calls her a nutbag. <laughs> yep. Which is a a pretty good one. But you know it's. Just- <laughs> It's Anytime a grown adult says nutbag yeah. as like a seriously mm. intended insult. There's, there's feelings of uh, of an alien presence here. Yeah, okay. Cool, cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Exactly. So they go down there, right? Like, Well, important details, Steve, oh, before we get down there, because Sam Jackson, who knows Dustin Hoffman personally, yeah. is like, uh, by the way, I'm pretty certain that your report is garbage <laughs> and that it's we cannot forget this dustin hoffman just made up yes, this report yeah. and so that's because he's like why did you use our names he's like because i thought it was bullshit nobody would fucking read it and i just put names oh. of people i know in it oh really harry you think you think uh you think this uh report about aliens is bullshit of course of course it's bullshit what, what are we doing here? It's not Harry. Of course it's bullshit. Look, I'm just you, here to get paid. If you look on page 14, it's just Mortal Kombat 2 fatalities. <laughs> it's just, that's it. It's, it's all the button of, codes. It's all up, down, left, right. It, from sweeping distance, left, right, left, right, back, back, A, B, B. Did you actually read it? Because every 10th page is blank. <laughs> Harry's thumbing it through and it's just like, you put the nudalities in here? Those aren't even real. I was going to bring them in tomorrow, but then I had to give it to the president. <laughs> But Boy, also- I want to see those nudalities on my desk first thing. <laughs> now, Junior, you get plugging away at those codes. I better see Raiden's tiny dick. Yeah, yeah, we already got babalities, Barb. <laughs> Don't got to worry about the babies. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jeb. Already tackled friendships. <laughs> trying to work for the nudalities, boy. And I took care of the fatalities. 
<laughs> I sure did. What if we uh, came to a different understanding about the nudalities? <laughs> I want the nudalities on my desk before they go on Bush's desk. Uh, what if uh, someone made a nudality for me? <laughs> what if I, I was a nudality? Up, down, left, right, no, ABA, nudality. I'm thinking of Dick Cheney being interviewed, and he's like, yeah, the, my, my son died, hence the fats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my uh, daughter came out of the closet, so hence the fat suit. <laughs> vice Dog. Uh, oh, dude. Vice Dog, dude. That's a movie. <laughs> it's about a dog who becomes vice president. Better vice president than fucking Dick Cheney. What if he uh, came to a different woof woof? <laughs> here's the here's how it happened, though. Oh, oh, I'm having a doggy heart attack. Hold on. I'm having a little doggy, doggy heart no, attack. Vice what if we, president, What dude. if we went to the veterinarian? <laughs> the vice president dies, right? And it just so happens to be on the day where the Speaker of the House, in a joking fashion, mm. was replaced oh. by the Barker of the House. <laughs> okay, got so it. So at that exact moment, the yeah. Vice President drops dead. Boom, Vice Dog. That's right. And co- Constitution clearly states a dog has to be... Up, <laughs> uh, uh, having heartworm again. <laughs> so we go down to the fucking thing, right? Uh-huh. Uh, which it, it makes, again, like, yeah, it, it just having... It just seems dangerous to have all of these scientists outnumber the number of people who know how to run the station. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's three people. There's two people and Peter Coyote who, who is a genius or whatever. But like, what? They they spent six minutes being trained by James Pickens Jr. from Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Who's good in this movie? For the fucking one <laughs> scene that he has, he's like, "All right, this is how you put the suit on. See you later, movie." Yeah. And then just putting them into the into harm's way of going onto the ship before anyone else, you'd think you'd have a dead meat guy yeah, walk ahead. That's where you can have these soldiers that yeah. are in the book. I don't understand why they got cut out. Like it's so dumb. Uh, I guess it makes it more intimate, and they're trying to go for like a you know, chamber drama kind right, of thing. Like oh, sure. yeah. of being underwater. But these suits, like, do you know how cold the fucking water is down yeah. there? These suits look like you would go fucking swimming in them. Yeah, they're like they're, it's just like. Yeah, but it's you like just a scuba diver. Like, but you just explain that way away, dude. It's like something, something, space material, whatever. So they they get down there. They meet Queen Latifah. Oh, I got it. I know what it was. They 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 ate a bunch of like chili peppers, like they're in oh, Breath yeah. of the Wild. Nice. And like, oh, it's fine now. <laughs> oh no, my my uh, my my potion's running out in thirty one seconds. I need to eat another <laughs> potion. Oh, broke my bow. Oh, broke my bow. Oh no. <laughs> oh, the sword cracked. Oh, oh, the sword cracked. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. That's the most annoying part of that game. <laughs> I can't get over it. Sorry. Yeah, I wish I wish those swords were stronger. Yeah. You just find new swords, guys. It's okay, easy. it's easy for you. <laughs> I'm still stuck on trying to take the fucking picture for the witch, and I can't figure it out. Well, that's what that's the internet's for, dude. Just find yeah. out where they go. <sighs> yeah, cave. That's what we're saying. Cave. <laughs> I know. I know. In any, so they go down. Whatever. And the helium like, coffin is quite oh, something. The helium coffin. Oh my god, this is the best. One of the many like just lines doing a lot of work. They go down. It's like. Oh, you got to breathe helium down here, and they they have like fun with the helium voice. Like, all right, that's a lot. Fiona is like, that's a lot of fun. Put on your vocal uh, voice regulators. 
okay, whatever the fuck ever. And it's mentioned once after that. Dustin Hoffman's like, yeah, I got this thing around my neck. If I take it off, I'm going to sound like someone's grabbing my balls or whatever. And nobody talks about it. You never see it. You know what I mean? Like Samuel Jackson's in the shower. Like singing Valley High? Where's his vocal regulator? You're totally right, because at least in fucking John Woo's face-off, they had the common courtesy to show Nicolas Cage like rubbing his throat like, Beach, I can eat a beach. You know, you see something there. Well, this speaks to one of my biggest problems with this movie is this movie has serious research-itis. (laughs) <laughs> like you can hear all the research they did for yes. the whole thing in the line. Yeah. The dialogue is full of all this technical crap and science shit. I could not give a fuck about. It's about aliens, everybody. Yep. Let's a just big get to it. Spherical alien. The fuck are you talking about? I don't care how they breathe down there. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I agree. Like you just never needed to explain any of that. Uh, nobody cares. And in, in, and I'm, I'm not a plot hole guy. I don't care. But like in the fucking sea of plot holes down there, no one's gonna be like. But what about uh, the helium? Would make their voice sound like nobody cares. Because and Liam Shriver is saying like at that depth with yeah. the pressure or whatever it is uh oxygen becomes toxic to yes. breathe so that's they're actually you breathing know, helium uh, we should have just given up podcasting and did like those youtube videos where it's like you could drive a fucking truck through this <laughs> plot hole oh my lord five million views a thousand dollars a day thanks <laughs> here's all the things wrong with lord of the rings strap in number one yeah. that fucking sword broke first of all middle earth not a place <laughs> Get out of map. <laughs> plot hole. Elijah Wood is only five feet tall, not four foot eleven. Plot hole. <laughs> Could drive a fucking truck through that. <laughs> it's our most meta episode ever. We're driving trucks through the plot holes of over the top. Uh, plot hole. Uh, Ray does not get her period in the Last Jedi. That's a plot hole for me, buddy. <laughs> please look. Saying. Please look forward to the new uh, YouTube channel, uh, Cinema Truckers. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're driving. Yeah, we're yeah. driving through these bottles, Kablamo! Oh, my tire blew out in that bottle. Turn on those windshield wipers. It's raining cinema sins. <laughs> I'm getting my dick sucked in a gas station parking lot because these are trucker cinema sins. <laughs> oh no, we hit the cinema ice. We're gonna die. Oh, looks like that blowjob I got was evil because. We didn't see the training of the blowjob. <laughs> How do I know it was good? It's true. How, it sounds like a Mary. <laughs> that, that, that's a, a blowjob that. from Mary Sue. <laughs> <laughs> and the oh no, Gilligan and the Skippers here. Plot hole. <laughs> anyway, real trucker Sue. Trucker Sue, indeed. You're right, though. Yeah. We should have started that. Channel. I know, like, we would actually be relevant. Just <laughs> blasting fucking holes in these plots. That dude. is what people reward. It's true. <laughs> uh, so they get down there. Uh, there. It's just Queen Latifah and this other woman. Uh, dude, the adventures of Queen Latifah and other girls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Queen Latifah has like five lines, Tops. and six of them are, oh, wow. <laughs> Queen Latifah in this no. movie. I guarantee so many of these line readings because, like, what, when we get to the jellyfish, yeah. I'm just going to talk about. It. Yeah, she sees jellyfish. Yes, and there's so many of them surrounding her, and she's like, "Oh yeah, oh, it's beautiful down here. <laughs> oh, guys, oh guys, look how beautiful this beautiful. is." And this goes oh, on. Wow. Th- oh wow. Yes, it goes on for like 15 <laughs> minutes practically, or it feels that much. Yeah. And I don't think she thought they were going to use all of them. 
No, no, like, no, no. I'm just doing. I'm just yeah, gonna keep going. Yeah, that's a really good. That's like, a really good point. All right, you know. All right, Dana, say it this way now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, now say it this way. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Barry? now use a word other than beautiful. Okay. Barry, am I getting stung? <laughs> am I getting stung yet, Barry? <laughs> Can you give me a sign? When am I getting stung? Could drive a truck through that. <laughs> I think the other reason I like this movie, or I liked this movie as a kid, and I still, you know, whatever. Um, any alien ripoff, I'm there for. Any single alien. Anytime a team of people put on suits, right. go inside of a spaceship and start poking around, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm a sucker for it. It's a nice thing. It is. So I, li- I like it. They too. do that. They put on their suits. They go inside this big spaceship. Like day one, and they go what down. xenomorphs? <laughs> oh no, that would be that'd be interesting. Awesome. Uh, they should do an alien movie with Dustin oh, Hoffman yeah. on these types of undersea people. swimming xenomorphs. I do. Oh, like, yeah. that would be something. They're about to go on the spaceship. They find look at the airlock or whatever, and they realize it's dry on the inside. There's no water, and Peter Coyote has to be like. All right, guys, we don't know what the air is like here. Keep your helmets on. I'm like, yeah, thanks, Peter <laughs> yeah. Coyote. Got it. I'm yeah. not, not going to just... Hey, it took me an hour to put this thing on. I'm not going to pop my helmet off. All right. Seriously. <laughs> now, now, Neil Armstrong, remember, keep your helmet on. We do not know the conditions of the moon. That's what it's like, though. It's oh, like- thank God you got me there, Houston. I was I already had one strap unclicked. Wait, you're saying I can't uh, take my suit off underwater here? Uh, I just want to be in my boxers. Uh, oh lord uh yeah so they they go in this thing um there's a weird like so they have to go like they walk underwater and then go up through a thing where they've created an air pocket and they're on this platform or whatever and it's like how are we gonna get this door open and Liam Shriver starts like fucking hitting it yeah with like a hammer or whatever Mm -hmm. and like astrophysicists it like chips (laughs) off and there's this whole discussion about like well, you said this was down here and it came from space, yeah. but a scientist well, just chipped it with a hammer. Yeah, and then like they go into this fucking stupid spaceship. Yeah. Sam Jackson is the only one with any sense to be like, hey, did you guys ever think about whether or not we should open this door at all? Sure. And they're like, right. fuck you, math guy. But doesn't the door, the door opens on its own, right? It does, and yeah. it's just like, ooh, spooky. Sam who Jackson, opened? again, trying to warn them is like, hey, did you ever think about who opened that hey, door? You no, know, okay. Thank you for the TV in my room. You know, I was watching Event Horizon uh, <laughs> just, just on the way in, guys. It's a hell of a movie. <laughs> hell of a movie. Uh, a lot of things they did in that movie they should not have done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we uh, let somebody in here with Carl, the janitor. I mean, do you think that an old fucking 1709 spaceship looks this nice just all of a sudden? It is a big doorway, though. You could drive a truck through that. <laughs> you could drive a truck through that space door. <laughs> so the team goes in and they split up and yeah, Sharon, classic move. Sharon Stone and Dustin Hoffman go up uh, upstairs in an elevator and they find a fucking astronaut with a goddamn blue diamond almonds bag. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The oh. stupidest product placement I've seen in a long well, time. It's good to know that blue diamond almonds makes it to the year we find out 2043 yep. is where this spaceship is from originally. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. That which assumes that there would be a 2043 plot hole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's not going to be so recorded true. history after 2039, guys. Oh, and with the fucking, you know, Global warming, almonds are probably gone by then. Oh, that's a fucking <laughs> cinema sin. Ba-dum, 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 cinema sin. Uh, Plot hole. 
<laughs> this is gonna be the rest of the episode. Yeah, Sorry. Exactly. But there, but no. So yeah. Um, but also my other part, my part, my favorite part about this scene is like the second they split up, Sharon Stone, like you're at a bad party with somebody, turns to Dustin Hoffman, is like. What the fuck was with that report? You put my name. What are we doing? He's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I just I put your name. Like he has to go up to everybody, kind of quiet. Like I just knew this guy from work. I didn't know there was going to be karaoke here. I apologize. <laughs> that scene though starts with him blabbing that he faked it. Yeah, like he's running around telling everybody. Yes, but everybody but Peter Coyote. I mean, and PD Coyote should just shoot him in the head. Absolutely. That's true. If you're yeah, that's definitely yeah. kill this guy. Look, Sharon, uh, I tried, and then Bush cut my dog's head off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I tried to, you know, I wanted to just be me and take the hit, but uh, he came for me. Uh, and she, like, they hint at all this history, but nothing's ever confirmed until she says, imitating him, yeah, like right. quoting him or whatever. Uh, Gee, Beth, I thought you knew I was married. Yikes! That yeah. fucking let's wow. see that flashback, everybody. Ooh. That's an actual sin. <laughs> that was an actual line Dustin Hoffman put in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've used this one before uh, in my repertoire. Oh, Peter Coyote uh, and <laughs> Sam Jackson and Liev Schreiber when they're like searching yeah. around in the lower level, uh, one of them dusts off this uh, little like yeah. counter or whatever. And it's a sign for a garbage can. It says trash. Uh, and so, and what's so fucking frustrating about where this movie winds up yeah. is that all of this is awesome. Yeah. Like, this thing has been down here since the early 1700s, yeah. and we found a fucking American astronaut holding almonds, and he'd been murdered. Yeah. And there's a, a trash receptacle in the English right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, like, I hadn't seen this in, like, 20 years, whatever. And I'm like, this is fucking great. Yeah, it's cool. Th- what a cool thing. Mm-hmm. And just the movie has its hand on the fucking toilet handle <laughs> and is waiting to flush itself at any second. Well, the, it comes with like, hey, we got a sphere up here. This is when we finally meet the titular sphere. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, like 33 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's a big old globe. It's, it's a beautiful yeah. sphere. The it's beautiful. perfect, perfect sphere we've we come to learn. I love the I love the movie Sphere because they have a gold sphere. <laughs> I love gold. <laughs> it was originally a silver sphere, and I told Barry, you got to make it gold. You got to make it gold. Uh, also, I didn't understand a single thing about that movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to have Eric fast forward to all the fight scenes, but there weren't any. What is analysis? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, actually, no. It's this thing. I used to do a lot of analysts <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, less now. Me and Jeff, <laughs> they. Uh, so they're, they're talking about the sphere. The, the weird thing is, like, wow, it's amazing. This sphere is incredible. And somebody, they, everyone keeps talking about, like, oh, I wish we could get in there, but there's no door. And I'm like, it's a big the thing of water. Door. Walk through it. Like, I don't know. Or put your hand in a little bit. Listen. Or throw or I skip a rock. Someone does put their hand, like, I think it's on solid. it. And it, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it, solid. it's solid. Oh, I see. The thing, and here with the sphere, but also just like walking around the ship in general, that's not accurately conveyed is how, and because these are normal, boring scientists. Sure. The only one who's excused here is Peter Coyote. Why is no one else just furiously shitting their pants? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would be just standing in the doorway taking a dump in this suit because I would be shit scared. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we meet up with the sphere, we watch uh, the unknown entry event. This is uh, Sharon Stone. Oh, God. And they, find, they find the ship's right. log. It's a planetarium. Oh, There's a planetarium <laughs> in the fucking ship. A planetarium slash 2001 ripoff. Welcome. Right. 
to the unknown entry event. Take your seats, everyone. <laughs> Narrated by Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, it's like an IMAX 3D special event here. <laughs> it's, and again, they're not horrified. They're like, no. wow, this is cool. I'm like, no, constant screaming, constantly. And they, yeah, they, they see the ship go into a black hole because guess what? It, much like The Simpsons, a wizard did it. If it's a sci-fi movie and you don't know what to do, a black hole did it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so uh, they, you know, they combine their fucking science powers yes. and <laughs> hypothesize that a spacecraft launched by America mm-hmm. in the future, possibly 2043, drove into a black hole, got shot back to 1709, and crashed. And again. I'm still on board because yes. what a mystery. Yeah. Wow. And at some point they picked up this golden fucking circle. <laughs> yes. Right. Well, there's some line about like, oh, I think that this ship was meant to like explore the universe, collect shit and bring it back. Oh, which is like, uh, what's his face in uh, those Guardians Benicio. movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, man, is that fucking ambitious. Oh, yeah. By 2043, America's yes. going to have an, an exploratory spaceship <laughs> manned with people it's, it's bringing where, back alien artifacts. It's where I got the f- idea for Space Force. <laughs> it's a great idea, folks. It's in, like, well, it's like, what, 41 years later or something like if that? If I could take a hot something? shower in 2043, I'll be fucking shocked. I'll <laughs> eat totally. my fucking hat. If, I, if I'm not eating people in 2043, <laughs> yeah. I'll eat my hat. Yeah. You might have hats only then. So A, time, a uh, space travel is crazy. B, time travel exists. C, this is a, a sphere. By the way, the sphere reflects everything <gasps> but people. That's uh, and oh. Sam Jackson points that out. Yeah, thank God he pointed it out. Otherwise, it'd be a friggin' plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> how did how did do that? Is it a sphery Sue? Vroom vroom, plot hole. We can just change our name to Vroom Vroom. <laughs> oh yeah. That. Oh, you hear Vroom Vroom this week? It was terrible. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so they they go back to the yeah. um the area there the what do they call the habitat and because this was originally a story penned by michael crichton uh uh-oh there's a big rainstorm and the people who can Uh. save our lives have to fucking drive away for the story it's just it's amazing they're just like oh peter county's like oh the the big storm's coming through and the fucking boat's gotta leave All right. Oh, you wanted the pods to be able to be launched during a rainstorm. You should have told me this, Peter Coyote. I mean, uh, I know we already killed like 400,000 soldiers building this thing. We could kill 100,000 more and get you better pods. But no, actually, Wayne Knight uh, sabotages the habitat because mm, right. he's stealing a bunch of tiny spheres that oh, he yes. sells to the corporation. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the sphere eggs. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're supposed to, like, the whole plan is they're going to, like, leave early yes. and go back up because there's, again, a hurricane or whatever. So then uh, Peter Coyote's like, look, everybody, it's a. Uh, we're a thousand feet underwater. Everyone t- go to bed. You know what? Everybody go to bed. Go to bed. Uh, and this is when Sam Jackson and Dustin Hoffman are talking. Dust uh, after Sam-, Sam Jackson's first of two shower scenes yes. in this movie, you get which is nuts. Yeah. By the way, he yep. is fully naked in front of Dustin Hoffman, who is fully clothed, yes. and they're just talking while he's bathing. <laughs> Like yeah, we're not at the gym. I mean, I know yes. I I'm, I'm I I was not in the military. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what mm-hmm. that life is like, but 
they seem way cooler than they're just scientists. Uh, you, you, you know what? You know what, Harry? I'm gonna be in the. You you finish showering. You're gonna you're gonna hypothesize after you put on some pants. C H N J clothed Hoffman nude Jackson. Ooh, I like <laughs> oh, yeah, that, dude. That, that's your uh, fetish. Could that's, you not, <laughs> dude? That's the extreme tab on Pornhub, dude. Look out. Um, Harry, could you uh, pardon the drool? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, too. I mean, Sam Jackson, nineteen eighty, he's fucking fit as fuck in this movie. Oh, you yeah. know, he was making uh, Jackie Brown the exact same time on the weekends. Yes, wow. Jackie Brown. that's that's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's the craziest thing I've heard since Michael J. Fox filmed Back to the Future at night and uh, Growing Pains during the, or. Uh, Alex oh. B. Keaton, the oh, fucker, uh, family, uh, family ties, family ties yeah. uh, during the day. Yes, that's. I mean, I, I hear both of those things. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just tired hearing. Oh that. yeah, you have to like work with Christopher Lloyd, and then you have to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, you have to you have to go do like Jack, do work with Quentin Tarantino in, in one of his best movies, and then yeah. also come back and like barely like, what 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 science nonsense am I saying in this? I mean, he's literally sleeping through a lot of this. Yes. So <laughs> that's actually very true. The character, yeah. yeah. So Barry, I really like eggs. That's kind of it. <laughs> Scared Great. of squids. Got it. Eggs. Got it. Got it. Okay. So uh, his head is like a sphere, <laughs> and he likes eggs, which are like little spheres. <laughs> and that's why we suspect that he is in in it with the sphere. That's <laughs> yeah, right. He's a double agent, a sphere double agent. He in this naked scene hypothesizes that they all have to die down in the habitat right. and never make it up to Earth because obviously it's time travel and. If it's an unknown entry event in the future, then why would that ever work? But by, by the way, watch any time travel movie. That never works anyway. Doesn't, Plot that, hole. doesn't that happen after he goes into the sphere? Hasn't no, no, it's no. before. Oh, is this it before is it? right okay. before he goes to sleep, and then he wakes up in the night and goes into the sphere. Right, and it's the funniest fucking thing because he's like, he's getting into the bed, and he's like, you know, Dustin Hoffman, uh, we're all going to die down here. Yeah. Like, oh, what's that? What did you say? And he's, he lays it out, like, like Steve just said, and he's like, well... Good night. And he turns the light off and Dustin Hoffman's like, ah, uh, okay. Oh, no. oh, sorry, but the, I'm still like grappling with this reasoning of the time travel paradox thing of like, why is it an unknown entry event? Is it like they think like no one knows what black holes are in the future? Yeah. Like, well, why would it matter you coming back and saying? He's saying if they know that they found this thing yeah when we get to 2043 why would the ship then say there was an unknown entry event but it's one of those like snake eating it why would things. donnie darko even happen if uh david you know what i mean like, like it's, if you, you find out your you, head's gonna start hurting exactly because it's <laughs> like oh they i guess you'd say this exact ship that unknown entry event is doing this yeah right so it wouldn't be unknown it, you'd say and oh, it would also probably never even happen because they would know not but what is what is the event though that it's crashing? That it flies into the black hole. Oh yeah. right, right, right. They would know. They would know to avoid the black hole if they found it. But yeah, it, it, yeah. I, and I, then it would then it would just vanish, and none of this would have happened. I, right. Anyway, plus I'm, hole. I, I'm sorry. I said uh, uh, it was the Bush administration. You just assumed it was Bush. It was actually a quail idea. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one I was reporting to. Uh, <laughs> Potato <laughs> event. Sphere. S. F-E-E-R. <laughs> Great job, Vice. <laughs> uh, that joke is for people 35 and up. Oh, at least. <laughs> um, so so Sam Jackson, in the night, like Eric said, sneaks back. This he, is crazy. It's an, another thing that he says before uh, yeah. he turns out the light, or he turns out the light and he like puts his hands behind his head and he's like, 
ah, man, I wish I could get in that sphere. <laughs> You're like, okay. But the funny thing is, like, I don't know. Like, have you ever like, stayed over somebody's house and, like, kind of thought about, like, what if I snuck out? Just maybe I want to smoke a cigarette. Maybe I want to like every time. Like, like, oh, what if I just left for a second? But you're like, I don't want to wake everybody, and like, I don't know the house. I don't. What if there's an alarm? Like, there, the yeah. idea that everyone in in the in the habitat goes to sleep, and like, there's At the no same the, time. They're, they're like Peter Coyote. Nobody's like, hey, who's leaving this fucking Peter. enclosure a thousand feet, a, a thousand miles under the 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 Earth's surface, or whatever the fuck? A thousand miles seems to be a bit much. Where, where I think it's a thousand feet, maybe. Okay. But uh, it would be great. If Peter Coyote like gets up to the microphone. It's like, boom, boom, boom. Uh, it's bedtime, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the habitat has to turn in for the evening. Boom, boom, boom. Your sea attendants will be coming around to collect any leftover ba- trash. And- <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I think, Queen Latifah and other girl need to be like switching shifts exactly. or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, and there also needs to be a like the civilian doctors shouldn't be able to just come and go from this habitat whenever they please. And no. there's no sun down there, so who gives a shit who when you sleep? You do it in shifts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, like, there's no medical team there yeah, in case no. they need it. Nope, like nope, there's nope. there's nothing. It, it's incredible. But there's plenty of food, a lot of lean cuisine. <laughs> yes, apparently. So Peter Coyote wakes up. Oh gosh, darn it! You know, I told you kids to steer clear of that sphere. Dustin Hoffman, your buddy, went, you know, in the middle of the night, just went and grabbed that sphere. You know, this is my habitat. You're sleeping over at my habitat. You should respect my habitat. And they were supposed to leave that morning before the storm or whatever. They decide they can't now because of, I don't know. Because your friend had to go around and fuck around with the sphere and also left the door open, by the way, (laughs) which I don't appreciate. And the dog got out. Look, all the Navy gave me was Queen Latifah and Madam Nobody. So, please, you know, understand that mistakes happen. In your next report, could you list scientists that weren't born in a barn? <laughs> you know, the air conditioning is getting out now. It's hot in here. I'm hot now. Uh, I'll be sending your little friend the air conditioning bill for the month. Like, it's crazy that he's able to just leave and then go on to a spaceship. Honestly, and leaves and people are just going back and forth. Guys, let's call it what it is. Plot hole. Drive a truck through it. And then, the, and this is the other reason why you need soldiers because he's like, well, hey, Dustin Hoffman, someone needs to mind the habitat. Can you go grab Sam Jackson? Because that's all I can do here. I brought yep. four people down here for no reason. <laughs> hey, Dustin Hoffman, you know nothing. Could you take care of this vast <laughs> computer system that uh, keeps this thing alive? Hey, Dustin Hoffman, you're three feet tall. Could you go uh, and make Sam Jackson do something he doesn't want to do? <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> right. it. So Dustin Hoffman chases after him, yes. but he's too late because we see Sam. Sam Jackson, he like stares at the sphere and then like his reflection comes out of the yeah. gold juice. Yeah. And then it like just floats up like I have to go now. My planet needs yes. me. And that's it. And Sam Jackson is the only one. You see Dustin Hoffman yes. going to the sphere as well. But Sam Jackson's the only one that when the reflection comes through, there's like a nefarious like smile. Yes. He's like smirking mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, cool. It's like. He's is evil it a clone? Yeah. It's evil, whatever. When Dustin Hoffman does it, it's like, yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, like, I'm in sphere. Yep. Oh, here I go. Whoa. Yep. Uh, uh, Academy Award winner Dustin Hoffman is going into the sphere. 
But so then it's a weird, and they the movie never establishes how this looks like yes because it's like sam jackson all of a sudden he's just gone yeah like the reflection goes up and then he's physically gone like from the room yes. and peter coyote's like huh did you see that and i'm like no because barry levinson fucking cut away for no reason and then the second cutaway is actually right when they're about when dustin hoff is about to go in the sphere whether does he does he or doesn't he yeah all the lights go out like it's a shitty murder mystery <laughs> And they're all on a train. <laughs> someone in this someone in this room has been sphered. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to solve this case right after the appetizer. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, "Well, you know what? Because your friend went in there. Now no one gets to go on vacation. Uh, so I'm gonna have to hear it from my wife about leaving the door open. So they they're all like, "All right, we're gonna wait." Uh, and then he's like unconscious for a long stretch of this movie because he's so oh no no he's not much. no I'm sorry the next. They bring him back, and he's like, yeah, it was crazy inside the sphere. And then... Um, no, he's out cold. Oh, that's right. He's out cold. He, out co- cold? he comes back. Dustin Hoffman finds him on the floor. Yes, that's right. And Peter Coyote's like, is he alive? And he's like, yeah, his vitals are fine. He's breathing. Oh, right. But he's, he's just, just yeah. not conscious, and he can't wake him up. Gotcha. And so, yeah, he is. he's out cold for a it's like 30 minutes of this movie he's asleep. He takes two long naps. Yes. There's, there's another one later. Yes. Um, so did I. <laughs> he wakes up. Uh, Dustin often makes him eggs. And yes, he's, the, big, the famous egg scene. <laughs> he's, he's loving these eggs. And yeah. this, this whole, uh, what do you call it? This whole kitchen area is so alien. Like, you know what I mean? Like oh, uh, Ridley Scott's alien. You're waiting for John Hurt oh, yeah. to have a bad case of fucking al- alienitis. Yeah. <laughs> well, first, like, is I, that what they call that? These they, call it, they call it alienitis. <laughs> You'd catch alienitis eating fucking this government issued calamari that <laughs> Dustin <laughs> Hoffman microwaves. <laughs> yeah. What great yipe. earth. Yipe, yipe, yipe. And this is where you know, Sam Jackson takes a bite of it and starts like puking it up or whatever, hacking up a lung because. New guy's in the back puking his guts out. <laughs> because he's scared of squids. Yeah, I thought he was That's, allergic. Yeah, I'm like, yes. what the fuck is going on here? Because, like, yeah, some sort of, like, seafood slash self- shellfish allergy, like, look out below. That's going to be a real Serious problem. Stuff. Sure, but, like, it's not that. It's like, something oh, I'm stupid. Scared. <laughs> like, so you should you should you should revel in eating. Yeah, it seriously, like you're victorious. Yeah. You're, you're conquering yeah. your fear. You ate it. Also, did you watch him microwave this stuff? That's squid-like product. <laughs> you're you scared of. Smell also, it too. I'm sorry, but he eyeballs calamari and thinks it's onion rings. <laughs> this guy should not be a doctor. <laughs> no, not a scientist. Not, not anything. <laughs> Uh, it's a plot hole, really. <laughs> when he does... <laughs> plot hole. You could drive a truck through it. Now, it's true. When he wakes up from this coma, this is the second shower scene, and he's like singing and dancing singing and whatever. High, yeah. But before that, and it's fine to talk about this movie out of order, because who could care? But we need to talk about what I feel is the greatest sequence of the film, Queen Latifah goes to reset some fucking uh, data storage unit well, and the, hilarity a, ensues. There is a, a submarine that is not part of the habitat, but that can bring everybody to the surface. Right, and, right, right. Uh, and it will go up to the surface every 12 hours unless somebody hits don't do that. You have to go inside and hit don't do that. It's like a fail safe for yeah. like if everyone was dead, it'll go to the surface and then people will have an idea of they'll try to piece together the timeline of what happened. They say this is for everybody. But at the end, yeah, when three Dustin Hoffman, Sharon Stone and Samuel L. Jackson are going, they're ass to ankles. They're like <laughs> yeah. they're like 
wedged in there. Which it means it's it not- fits two and a half people because it's got Sam Jackson, Sharon Stone, and right. Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Hope you don't mind sitting, bitch. <laughs> No, but it's not for everyone to be in. It's if everyone on the station dies, yeah. the, it's just a fail. So this thing goes up with the data. Oh, okay. They store all the data because he Peter Coyote says like there's cameras everywhere, yeah. so they film everything, so they know mm-hmm. what happens, what, yeah. so that if everybody dies, the the data will go up with it. So we never see the actual escape pods that they would have to be using to get out of here. Yeah. No, we or see the transport. We see this like sub or whatever. Yeah, so I Queen think the Latifah, mini sub is the only way out. But yeah. yeah, this is where we get the famous jellyfish. Oh, everything's so beautiful. Right, she's scene. going out and she's walking. She's doing the sea walk yeah. to the sub, and it's oh, this is beautiful. This is tranquil. There's got to be a million jellyfish down, <laughs> and I'm just laughing. No, oh, it's just the funniest. And I love movie. Queen Latifah, oh, and great. I think yeah. she's a good actor, yes. but this is just garbage. And the thing that sucks is, this movie came out after Set It Off, in where she's like a main character. She mm. fucking starred in that movie. It's the best part of that movie, I It's think. a great movie. Mm. And then it's like, and now you're in Sphere, playing partner to other girls. <laughs> yeah. And not, uh, Madam Nobody is... is <laughs> oh, Ma- oh, Madam Nobody is way better than other girl. You're right. Uh, and oh no, did they name Madam Nobody? <laughs> Uh, and she trouble. gets. I hope she doesn't flip. <laughs> <laughs> she, she gets uh, sworn. By the way, we watch Dustin Hoffman eating whatever in the kitchen, and he sees a jellyfish. And then they have to do an autopsy on Queen Latifah. And Dustin Hoffman's like, you know, it's weird. Uh, I got a real phobia of jellyfish when I was a little kid. There was a, I was stung by like a thousand jellyfish. It was kind of crazy. <laughs> but the thing, by the way, is that these jellyfish swarm Queen Latifah yes. and kill her, by yeah. the way. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. It's, she says, like, uh, guys, they're starting to stick to my faceplate. And Liam Shriver's, like, on the other end, and he's like, just walk through them. It's fine. They're not going to do anything to you. And, like, he, Liam Shriver's, like, trying to call somebody, so he's, like, flipping all these switches. He turns on the PA to the <laughs> habitat, so everybody hears this woman suffer and die. And this is, Dustin Hoffman is sitting there, he's, like, eating food, like, listening to yeah. it, like, oh, that sounds like a real problem. <laughs> no one and does anything to assist this woman. And it's a bad, de- it's like a last gurgle fucking yes. situation. Yes, cut to her fucking autopsy. Yes. Sharon Stone pulls this jellyfish off. This is where Dustin Hoffman's like, uh, yeah, uh, one summer at the the the, the camp by Lake Aconda, I, I thought about these jellyfish. <laughs> and Sharon Stone's like looking at it and she's like, well, this jellyfish isn't a jellyfish. She goes, I don't know what this is, but it isn't God's creation, mm, oh. is the horrendous line that this woman has to say. <laughs> sure. Uh, and, like, so that goes on. Then Sam Jackson wakes up. Right. And then we get contact with Jerry. Uh-oh. What's Jerry? And basically... The chapter, by the way, just to... Because to, I, I only started writing down some of these yeah. chapters. It's the first exchange. Um, further they, exchange. Oh, no, that's right. They're, they're, they're getting this. all these numbers through the the, the computer, their mm-hmm. matrix style. Yes. And Sam Jackson wakes up. He's like, "It's a code." And <laughs> him and Liv Schreiber working on this thing is like, "Oh my gosh, it's a code. What? It's a cipher. What if it's a keyboard?" And he's like, "Well, it doesn't make sense if it's a keyboard." And Liv Schreiber's like, "What if it's a spherical keyboard?" <laughs> he goes, "You take a keyboard uh-huh. and you wrap it around a sphere." And I was like. Well, this is starting to get a little dumb. Welcome to the planet of the spheres. <laughs> Everything here is a sphere. We travel by sphere. We use spheres as keyboards. We fuck spheres. <laughs> and it's a weird, like, you hear him. I mean, they are just saying gobbledygook. Oh, sure. But it's like, 
oh, but it's a keyboard. But what if you were looking at that keyboard upside down from a <sighs> sphere and you place G at the center of the... And they just, like, do yeah. this bullshit. Well, they crack it. <laughs> and now we get... Jerry talking to everyone. Yeah, and then the it's just like, he's like, hi, hi, how are you? My name is Jerry. <laughs> I am very happy. And then Jerry uh, right. doesn't offer like, oh, what if, what happens with Jerry's sad? Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, that, that's what like, happens if Jerry gets mad? Yeah, it's the stupidest cut I've ever yeah. seen where yeah. he's like, you know, Jerry's all nice now and uh, he's, you know, he's very nice now. And then, like, somebody asks some question in just dramatic close up yeah. of Dustin Hoffman. What happens if Jerry gets mad? Yeah. <laughs> what happens? Which, again, it's still, like, kind of fine. Like, this mystery or whatever. Mm. There's also a weird thing, though, where they're, like, they're, like, deducing or they're, like, analyzing yeah. what Jerry is writing out on yeah. the screen. And it's not, like, perfect English. Yeah. And they're, like, oh, look at this. It's like a little kid wrote it. And Sharon Stone goes, well, that's something to consider. A stupid alien. <laughs> Not bad. This script is awful. I mean, it's terrible, but also, like, th there's no scene where, like, oh, weird, we just kind of talked to an alien life form. You want to, like, have a, let's have a, a team meeting real quick about the <laughs> fucking alien we just talked to? Leo Schreiber is kind of doing that. Like, he's yeah. kind of yeah. making a point of, like, well, that's the first uh, time we talked to aliens. I'm going to go write my new book. But <laughs> it's just like, yeah, like, let's. That's all I would talk That and the sphere would be the only two things I'm talking about. And that's it. And nobody's... But, like, at some point around here... And it's another sub-problem. Uh, Madam Nobody goes out and gets killed by a bunch of sea snakes. No, it's a, it's the giant squid. This is oh, it's the okay. giant squid sequence sort of happens mm -hmm. kind of around yeah, I, I, here. I think around here is also we get Sam Jackson reading 2,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And he's like... 20,000. Oh, shit. 2000 would be Holy okay. Fuck. That's deep. <laughs> um, yeah, so. He and he says, mentions, what is he it? He can't get past, past page 86 because of the sea monster, and it's so scary. The giant squid. Oh, right, right, hence right. Hence his, his fucking calamari fear. <laughs> Which, I can't, it's, that is so dumb. I can't take it. I'm fuck. I'm kind of scared of cows. I, I'll, I'll eat a cow, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so this is, it's so Something is attacking the habitat. Yes. They don't really know what's going on. Peter Coyote's looking at the satellite, and it's like, well, that, or radar, rather, yeah. and it's like, oh, kind of looks like a giant squid, but this thing's fucking huge, and whatever else. They hear a tapping against yes. the, the space, even though it's a foot. Like, yeah. you wouldn't hear that. They're probably uh -oh. yeah. uh, <laughs> You could drive a truck through it. So they... <laughs> So they send Sharon Stone and Dustin Hoffman out to find out what the dinging is because right. they couldn't fucking uh, couldn't have cameras on the outside to fucking sure. And they're and they're fighting the whole way to like getting into the water. And this is something comes up about because Peter Coyote has spoken to her at some point in a scene you do not see, and she's yelling at Dustin Hoffman. And she's like, "Did you tell him I tried to kill myself, Norman?" <laughs> yeah, and like because she's a fucking baddie broad in this movie. Like she's a scientist. Right. And her only other thing is like she had the suicide attempt, and like that happens, and every but everyone's like, "Oh my god, she's fucking crazy! Holy shit, she's yeah. fucking crazy!" The funny thing oh, is, that fucking lady, she's fucking crazy. Except for she Dustin probably Hoffman. thinks that there's clowns all around. Us. <laughs> <laughs> she's so nutto. Because when Dustin Hoffman's arguing with Peter Coyote, though, he's like, you know, it was a passive suicide yeah. attempt. 
Peter Kelly, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. He's like, someone who really wants to kill themselves, like shoots yeah. himself or jumps off a bridge. She took a bunch of whatevers and then called her boyfriend and told her, and to which Peter Coyote responds, oh, so she took 20 yellows. And I was like, what fucking scene were you a part of, Coyote? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. The 20 yellows is really Dude, something. he just uses his drug slang, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you mean Nuprin? <laughs> Little, uh, yellow, different. But yeah, like also, I love that Peter Coyote has this big stack of ba- of reports that were made. Yeah, and he's like, ah, "I'll read them on the sub." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like maybe do that before. Wait, so what son of it? This short guy's fucking us. <laughs> All the science people will be doing the work. I can just read. <laughs> he uh, he missed the report on how doors work in this facility. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did not read that one, dude. <laughs> oh, he gets defunct by doors. Uh, but so they're they're in the water. They're trying to, like, find, you know, uh, yeah. Madam Nobody. Sharon Stone gets hit in the face with this woman's mangled foot. Oh, right. And so they find the rest of the body, and Dustin Hoffman's, like, touching it, and it's like, it feels like she's just been pulverized. Yeah. Like you don't know what's going on. The book explains it better. Uh-huh. That you there's a scene where like this it's woman not this same part. woman, but there's a there's another woman who's not yeah. in the movie and she's like battered and crushed by the squid and whatever. Much like we see I mean, the jellyfish actually kind of looks good yes. for the most part. They flash to the giant squid from upside. It's like a gray nothing. It's, it's very a very it's like a yeah. Yeah. underground cloud. Like and yeah. Like if you were going to spend Galactus your money in uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer, it's very close. <laughs> and if you were going to spend money on graphics, like that's Do the thing it, yeah. I want to see. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not. I mean, like it's not scarier if you don't see it. I'll tell you that much. No, no, certainly not. It, it makes it actually more confusing. <laughs> but this- you know what's really scary is Squid X. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're terrifying, <laughs> and when they hit you. They don't hurt you. And I don't know if Dustin Hoffman's <laughs> ever been in a horror movie other than this. I feel I like don't not. So. I mean, Straw Dogs is kind of it's a horror. It's a horror. Rain uh, Man? That's <laughs> a horror to watch. Uh, Mr. Megorium's Magical Emporium. <laughs> uh, that's a, it's a Wonder Emporium. Oh, I apologize. Uh, excuse me. It's a Wonder Emporium tweet. <laughs> uh, but all of these eggs start coming down, and he starts screaming. What the hell is it? <laughs> <laughs> he, it's so awesome. They're lightly touching me. <laughs> he is giving Drew Barrymore a run for her money. <laughs> and it's so stupid because they're like dragging this corpse yeah. and there's like a monster. They know yeah. at this point there's a monster of some kind. I'm like, drop this corpse and run for you it. Get it later if it's still there. They're I just mean, dragging this thing. So, and this is when like a lot of stuff's happening. The squid's attacking. They get back on the ship. And I think Sam uh, Jacks is asleep again. Sam Jackson is asleep again. <laughs> and this is when Jerry says, Why are you calling me Jerry? And it's like Whoa. creepy, right? Oh, because they figure fuck. out that like Jerry can hear them the whole time because he's like, What is a game plan? And they're like, Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. We've been talking shit this whole time. What? He's big and he plays football and he's gonna <laughs> kick the shit out of you. <laughs> What is game plan? Oh, it's Jerry Stiller. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the aliens brought back Jerry Stiller and his oh, fear. Okay, oh, that's that cool. That would be great. Like, cause like at the at the essence of this, the jellyfish, the giant squid, their manifestations of our crewmen's minds or whatever. Fears. So yeah. theoretically, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man could have <laughs> yeah. showed up. Sure. What you come to realize is, and this is where I lost it with the movie, sure. when you realize what it is happening here, is the last, I don't know, 75 minutes of this movie 
is just the third act of Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Like all it is is they everyone who goes in the sphere, you know, after you come out, your subconscious and your dreams and whatever can manifest themselves in reality. And that is just Ray Stance thinking yep. about yep. roasting marshmallows on the shore of Lake Aconda and the fucking Stave Puff Marshmallow Man comes in. Like that's it's just that. Yep, and, and it sucks. And like all the science fiction goes out the window for this psychological horror, which actually doesn't work. Nope, because you don't care about anything. It's not and it doesn't scary. work in the book either. It's no. like it's the same thing. Yes, give me that time travel and black hole, man. That's the movie I want to see. And yeah, so much of it becomes like, oh, it's Sam Jackson doing all this shit. Oh no, it's Dustin Hoffman yeah. doing all this shit. No, it's Sharon Stone doing all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the big one, uh, which we should talk about, because the, the the middle of this movie just gets so murky and yeah, falls apart. Drive a big truck time. through it. But <laughs> but the biggest here's I will say it. The yeah. biggest plot hole of this movie, the big problem, uh-huh. is he go the 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 computer is like, why are you calling me Jerry? And then Dustin Hoffman does some math. He's like, wait, Harry did it wrong. It's not Jerry. <gasps> it's Harry. Liam Shriver did it oh, yeah. wrong. Right. But if that's not how codes work. Like, well, if, well, if you got fair, one, if you got one letter wrong, the whole thing wouldn't make sense. If you, especially if you got A and H mixed yeah. up with J and E, it, that's a big no, flaw. Yeah, it would be like two crux blorp park. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, we never saw Lee Shriver like learn to code or decode. <laughs> oh, so right. So he's kind of a Mary Sue. No, no, but, no, but we do learn that he got a PhD at 18. Oh, that's very smart. Yeah, yeah but I need, to, I need to see him like buckling down with a book. Or <laughs> else, the books. Or else it didn't happen. I cannot go into a movie <laughs> assuming a character has a profession. I'm sorry. <laughs> has folks. a past. Yeah, any Where past. they learned something. No past. <laughs> Everyone's just a baby. Well, no, it's a man. It's fine. Oh, it's fuck. Fine. You're right. Shit. So Good. there's all this crazy shit going on with, like, Jerry, Harry. What the fuck's going on? The, the squid the, comes back. The squid comes back, and this is there's, like, a pressure situation, and it's like, you got to go release this valve and whatever. And this is this was a pleasant surprise, actually, because the way I remembered this movie, and again, I haven't seen it since the late 90s, yeah. but I remembered incorrectly that the way Liev Schreiber dies in this movie mm. is when he gets hit in the head right here. Oh, no, you're totally So wrong. he gets hit in the head, and you see some blood, and he falls down, yeah. and he's knocked out. Dustin Hoffman comes in. They fix the whole thing, and then Peter Coyote's like, you got to pull this lever. It's going to let off this electrical current that'll get the squid off, and Sharon Stone's like, oh, you told me about this electrical device. You told me that it always caused fires in here. So Dustin Hoffman, don't pull that. Yeah. There's a big fight, and then the squid just goes away, so nobody has to worry about it. But this is what, like, it's amazing, because she's like, don't pull the lever, you're going to burn us all alive. And Ka- Peter Kennedy's like, don't worry about her, she's fucking crazy. This is where she's, he says He's crazy, called, yeah. He calls her a, this is what he calls her a nutbag, I believe. Yeah. He's like, don't listen to her, she's a nutbag. <laughs> pull the switch. Uh, but then, so Peter Coyote's like, it's a real, like, fuck it, I'll do it myself or something. And yeah. he starts running towards whatever, and he gets fucking tripped up by this door, and this thing closes on him and cuts him in half. The thing is, he knows these doors are closing in this moment. Yeah. And he puts like a box in yes. between the door and oh, the right. wall. Oh, right. Yeah. He's like, that'll do it. It's like if Let you want to just... you want to yeah. smoke a joint in your fucking apartment, but you didn't bring your keys, so yeah. you put a little fucking little cardboard there. 
Now, if you want the automatic shut doors, that's going to cost you a little extra. Do you know the dangers? It takes a little bit. You need to know what's happening. Well, no, all right. You, yeah, you, we get you. Young, there's two kinds of automatic doors. There's one that's like elevators where they touch, where you touch them and they come back because they know something's blocking it. There's the others that close like vices and cut people in half. Oh, you want these with metal teeth on the hinges? <laughs> yeah, that, that that's gonna be extra. Uh, yeah, we'll take the teeth ones. Uh, yeah, but these uh, motion sensor ones are much cheaper <laughs> and safer. No, 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 teeth. It's he a gets, scary government facility. Teeth. He gets cut in half. You see his legs kind of wobble. It's kind of fun. I could have used like a like real a, cut. like a blood wave of some kind <laughs> yeah. because that is like you you're bleeding a lot. Yeah, it'll be it cool. Be, be like great. a little ominous, like a little like a little wash up of a beach of blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite part, which is Lev Shriver's death is fantastic. Oh, it's very good. There's it's a lot like of a, it's a lot double of fire. duty. This there's death. a lot of fire happening. Yeah, we're all spraying it with uh, fire extinguishers, etc. He gets hit again in the head by some by a rafter or something falls. Yep, and his tra- it traps him on a metal grate. He gets dinged, falls down, and then it falls on top of him. Yes, double douche right and here. Then <laughs> he's telling him to he's like dust it off and get out, get out. <laughs> and this fucking fl- he gets flame broiled like a fucking hamburger. Dude, this yes. is a Burger King commercial <laughs> if I ever saw one. I couldn't even believe it, and I was like, oh my god, that's. Awesome. That's way better than just getting and hit in the head. Leave Shriver is a hunk of meat, man. <laughs> Dude, this Ooh-wee. is a, this a, is a crispy critter situation. Snack attack. You I can eat that. You can now get your left Shriver with an impossible patty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a Ray, Ray, Ray Donovan to go, please. <laughs> uh, well done, medium rare Ray Donovan. <laughs> What's awesome, too, is the whole time he's begging Dustin Hoffman for help, yeah. and Dustin Hoffman is just sitting there. Yeah. And later, he's like, uh, yeah, he needed help, and I just, I, I froze. I yeah. just froze, and I watched him die. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. Like, I, <laughs> Solid I, act of why cowardice. Why are you telling the Sphere this? Because <laughs> he does. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry, Sphere. It's, it's uh, Yeah, you know, I, I knew him since he was 18, and then I just watched him get cooked up like a kielbasa at a, <laughs> at a family barbecue. Yeah, because he says like, no, I no, there's the unit's been destroyed. Like he's like, can you repair the unit? Yeah. The sphere is. Oh asking. right, yeah. he's, he's referring like, to people no. as oh, units, right? right. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing I could do was actually move the coals around a little bit just to make sure that the flame was more even. <laughs> They're gonna eat more even cook. The thing though is, so he's like, it's not Jerry, it's Harry, which is Sam Jackson's name. Yes. The first thing is is happy, which would J E P P Y. I'm sorry, it's silly. Yes, it's it's, it's very dumb, but it's a blot hole. If he's, t- ah, you could drive a truck through it. <laughs> uh, but if he's, so we're supposed to believe he's talking, he's conversing with Sam Jackson's subconscious. Sure. Why is Sam Jackson's subconscious, a man who's an MIT trained mathematician, talking like an alien? Why is he calling it a unit? I don't understand that. He calls it a unit. He also says stuff about like, oh, I've been so lonely down here for 100,000 years, or however long I've been down here. Right. It so, doesn't make sense. And also like, because later you find out that Hoffman goes into the sphere and Sharon Stone, they don't get computer programs. They don't get computer programs, and they don't act 
sort of evil like the way Sam Jackson sort of does. Yes. Like they don't get weird. Like he's all like, "Oh, I love eggs and this, that, and the other thing." He's being creepy. He also sleeps through the other fire attack. This yeah. whole thing, right? Where, where Coyote and Schreiber bite it. I mean, so I don't know if I was missing something or what, but like I don't know why he acts differently and the other two who definitely oh, went. Hey, Sam, it's a cutie. We need a reshoot. You got to go to sleep in that movie. <laughs> I don't know what I, I know. What, I don't know what's going on in your other movie, Jack. But you need to be asleep in it. No, I, I can tell you exactly why it happens. It's because Samuel. Jackson Harry called dibs. Oh, you're so right. he got the computer program. He got, got all the special nice oh, stuff. Oh man, you, you first one through the sphere, man. You got to be the first one through the sphere. <laughs> I think there's also an element of where they're like, okay, so we're just gonna play up the Harry thing, and everyone's gonna be like, wait, what? When it turns out, everyone went into the fucking sphere, <laughs> yeah. right? Literally, every, I also it seems like the best movie you could have had was go in that sphere. Sorry, Love Shore, we should have gone in the sphere, dude. We should have gone in that sphere. Yeah, do, do, the, do the full murder on the Orient Express. Everybody did it. Uh, Spoiler alert so stu- By the way, this is just a really dumb movie, and you can fucking drive a truck through it. Anyway, <laughs> are we done yet? Well, no, Sam <laughs> Jackson, he, we need you to come back to set. There was a scene where Ordell didn't have his ponytail on, man. We got to reshoot that. Uh, I need you to do this monologue while I look at Bridget Fonda's feet, man. <laughs> but there's this, I mean, but like... To Derek's point, we are done because literally yeah. this is when the movie sort of Ugh. stops. It totally stops. And it just becomes c- totally murky as to what happens, who's actually doing stuff. There's parts. There's more sea snakes. Uh, Sharon Stone doesn't trust Justin Hoffman. She locks him in a medical bay. She's like, you have to. T-. They, they knock Sam Jackson out with some like. Uh, uh, she it, makes this drug cocktail that makes those twenty yellows look like candy. <laughs> she, well, be, that's the other thing too. Is again, she is a, sci- a medical doctor. She's a medical doctor, but it's also because she knows what. Fu- she also brought a pharmacy with her in quotation marks. Sure, she's such a fucking nutbag. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's a she's a, someone with any kind of mental health problem. That means they're a fucking Looney Tune in quotation marks. But no, she um she makes the thing from fucking those Nightmare on Elm Street movies. It's the the dreamless sleep things oh you're totally right oh i'm not gonna remember the name of the drug but yes she does make that because she's like we put sam jackson out with this they they knock him out but then so later dustin hoffman in the funniest scene of the movie is screaming that he's getting attacked by these snakes yeah and this is just some outright screaming at these sea snakes in his pants and sharon (laughs) and sharon stone comes up and grabs him and she's like Oh, they're such and such snakes. Hypnosil, the... by, by the oh, way. Oh, Hypnosil, of course. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's like, but they're they're the most poisonous snake on earth, but they're nocturnal and only attack at night. Yeah. And then so later, this is where she she's like, oh, you know, Harry or uh, what's his name, Norman? Norman. Yeah. Come come meet me in the medical lab, and yeah. she locks him in, and she's like, hey man, you definitely went in the fucking sphere uh, because I put those snakes in those jars over there, and then they vanished before my eyes. So you need to take inject yourself with the shit that we gave Sam Jackson and knock yourself out until we can get out of here. Listen, if I went inside this sphere, would I still look like a 1998 Dustin Hoffman? Do you think <laughs> if I had powers to manifest things, godlike reality powers, I would be five foot three? He's got a point. <laughs> and in reality, if Sharon Stone's fears were really manifesting, you just have a bunch of Dustin Hoffman coming <laughs> oh into this space station. <laughs> fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. They're all like running around. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. She just dies from shock. <laughs> fuck me. I lied about that report. Fuck me. <laughs> but for, me, for me, so, I guess he imagines. Now all the little Dustin Hoffmans... <laughs> Imagine the place is flooding. 
Oh no! Yes, no. She dude. floods it. She does. Oh, flood she it. floods it. Okay. She yeah. takes an axe to Dustin Hoffman and hacks him up. He's got the stupid hat on. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> Buy my book. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so she's like, if you don't fucking inject yourself with this, yes. I'm going to flood this shit. Yes. And he's like, uh, fuck me. <laughs> and so she starts flooding it, and he like just lets it fill up. Yes. And then she's like, oh, don't don't you do it. Don't yeah. you escape through that roof. Don't you do it. Because you'll die out. in the water because it's so cold. And it's just a case of, no, I didn't. Well, yeah, no, exactly. Earlier, okay. To be fair, earlier in the movie. He had they, his potion. They throw, <laughs> <laughs> he had a red potion on. No, they do say... It's like, well, uh, the water water is so cold, you'd freeze instantly, or you'd probably have about three minutes of time before you froze to death. And it's like, right, big old jo motion. Yeah, there. gonna be using that later. Mm-hmm. Sharon Stone again has a. She gets a lot of the horrendous lines in the movie. She goes, "Your fears are gonna kill us all." Yes. And then, all right, okay. they're like, "Hey, <laughs> I guess," and they're kind of doing this thing again. It's like being at a bad party. They're like. I don't know. Everybody's dead. You want to get out of here? Like, yeah. I don't, just, <laughs> this the, place the, is dead anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Literally everyone we came with is now dead. You want to take off, go to Denny's. And then, oh, that's the thing. They get uh, a message from uh, the, the whatever. It's like, the tropical storm is over. So, uh, And you, you the tropical storm is over so we can rise to the top. Right. But no, it's the, uh, it's the race standing again because one of them remembers the bombs. Oh, right. And there's bombs all throughout well, the thing. That's see, Sharon Stone. Yeah, you see there's a quick shot of, like, hands planting a bomb. Yes. And then it's like that goes away forever. And then Sharon Stone, I think this is how they confirm that she also went in the sphere because she says that she thought about yes, the bombs yes. and then they got activated or there's whatever. There's a whole drop thread that we're not talking about where she thinks that there's food on the, on the spaceship. Right. Oh, Jesus. Well, which makes sense because there's fucking... Almonds in pretty good shape. Yeah, it's, not, it's not like there's a bunch of gleep clops that were yeah. on that. They, those were Americans. There, there might were be some food. Of, if there was cans of Hormel chili, it's probably still edible. Oh, dude. man. Yeah, yeah, Hormel have, will last centuries. They probably have Billy beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and she goes on, and then like she goes back. She's like, all the food is gone. And then Sam Jackson's like, what? F- all this food? And then like right. she has a Sharon Stone freak out about it. Whatever, right. but yeah, so this is the end of the movie. They they, they find out mm. that the 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 United States government is back up uh, up up top. All we need to do is get on the submarine and go back. Yeah, and this is when like, while they... C Lab twenty twenty one explodes, <laughs> <laughs> and they keep like now this is when it gets really quote unquote trippy. Oh yeah, dude, my mind was blown. And they right real plot hole. And and Nor- Norman realizes they all went in the sphere, so everybody's a suspect. Right, and they keep like. Going back into the spaceship because they're afraid of it, I guess. Or they, I mean, they keep about thinking it. about they, it. They, yeah, they're like being forced to imagine that they're actually in like the astronaut seats in the spaceship and they're not on the mini sub. Oh, right. Yeah, there's a moment of that. I again. mean, but if yeah. this is the case, like, let's go full on crazy town, right? Let's get yeah. like, let's get George, let's get George W. Bush, like an enormous George W. Bush, H. W. Bush, like. Where's my report? <laughs> Give me report. I would love to see you. That. set him up in the first good. act. You got to pay him off in the third. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the, there's the thing that would make it more of a surprise is if they didn't keep cutting back to them in the submarine. Well, that's the part that was confusing to me. So, like, 
are they making real things that are they are because they kill queen latifah the, the yeah. jellyfish right so then like then why in this section are they like imagining i'll tell you why the ship? i'll tell you why oh, okay. chris cabin has hand raised first I, I, I can feel i can feel this one uh-huh. steve it's fucking stupid god it. <laughs> it's a stupid script that makes no goddamn sense you might even say chris cabin you could drive a truck through it. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. It's raining sins on this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's... It, it makes no fucking sense. They're not manifesting anything. They're not going anywhere. They're they just like fantasizing, they are. which is stupid, which yeah. is not what the rest of the movie is doing. Yeah. And then Justin Hoffman, because he's the white guy, gets to push the button. <laughs> right. Because like the, the, it's a self-driving whatever. They just have to have the confidence, Eric, to push right. the button. Right. So they get to the top, and you'd think the movie would end, but it doesn't. There's like no. 19 more minutes. It's they, they have to go through a decompression chamber. We do see the sphere take off and leave the planet Earth. And the one naval guy's like, what the fuck? Is that? <laughs> Dude, I know. Well, no, this is the progression. Is they go into the the whatever the the the, the decompression room, right? And they all are like, "Well, Sam Jackson, well, you know, with your theory that no one knows about this, we need to figure we we a failed this magical power, this Stephen King power that was given us totally, uh, and b we need to make it so that we don't remember anything that way." Uh, the unknown entry event will still happen and blah, blah, blah. And oh, right, because they're like, uh, the you said timeline. we were going to die down yeah. there. We didn't die. How do we make sure that nobody knows about it? Dude, and we just agreed to forget that we yeah. have this power. They count to three, and yes, this is when the fucking yeah. sphere is like, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> My work here is done. After they do the reverse Tinkerbell they fucking. How do you forget something like the, yes. like even if you say I forgot that you didn't forget it. It's there. I don't. And I don't understand this. And, and now, this was the part I remember even watching this in the nineties, being like, "This doesn't make any sense." We'll also be like, "Oh wow!" So I have godlike power to manifest. What if we all like just really thought hard? about ending global warming right now and then forget <laughs> what if we did that no because we're gonna get in trouble by the navy, <laughs> the <laughs> the navy. but also it's like 98 now this sphere was in it was it was in jail on this <laughs> ship in 2043 if this sphere goes back home to his home planet of yeah. spheres he's gonna have to avoid his other self oh, oh shit right? Right, that sphere's <laughs> just gonna melt and his fucking sphere mom might try to bang him <laughs> We have to go back, Sphere. Why? Do I become an asshole or something? No, it's about your kids. Your spherical kids. In which Biff Sphere went back. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need squares. <laughs> Creating an alternate spaceship in 2043. What is this, a geometric almanac? <laughs> Can't bring this. Ooh la la. <laughs> Two spheres with the same gun. Shot in the back over a matter of 80 spheres. <laughs> oh my God, this oh. fucking movie. And so, then they so, forget. Yeah. And they, they, they all say one, two, three. And then there's the joke is like they're all holding hands. And like Dustin Hoff is like, why don't you hold on my hand here? And oh. Sam Jackson's like, why are you holding my hand? I am sorry, but I have to talk about the one thing. So the whole movie is Dustin Hoffman calling fucking Sharon Stone a maniac and all this stuff, talking about her behind her back, all sorts of yeah. horrible shit. Yeah. And you also find out that he was a therapist that had sex with her and took advantage of her very vulnerable state, pretty much caused her suicide attempt, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. At the end of the movie, they're in this secret impression chamber. He looks at her and he goes, and this should be the redeeming moment. And the line is, I'm, 
I, I once at I, at one point I acted really inappropriately with you, and I'm sorry. But the way Hoffman says it, oh, man. At one point I acted really inappropriate with you, and I'm sorry. Like the way he says, I'm so. Oh, I, I'm the bad guy. I'm the therapist that caused you to commit suicide. I'm so sorry. If I'm remembering this right from watching it last night, though, doesn't he also sort of end that with like, "Are you happy now?" Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's like a really like. Had I known that was frowned upon. <laughs> it's just nuts, dude. Like, don't have that scene anyway, if that's the case. Uh, look, uh, I'm sorry. You want to get down from your cross now? <laughs> God, you fucking... Oh, and she Christ. starts the whole conversation, because they're in, like, a little room together or whatever, and he goes... Uh, she says... Uh, I want to thank you for saving my life. Yes. And then I like, kind of gives him a kiss, and I was like, this is a bad idea. Yeah, not good. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, so the sphere's like, all right, fine. I was going to give you unlimited potential, <laughs> but fuck you guys. And up into the sky, and Earl on the fucking Navy destroyer. It's That's, like, what the fuck? It's like he's doing, like, air traffic control <laughs> shit or whatever. It's so funny. Did oh, you the, call him an Earl? Yeah. His Earl? name is Earl. Oh, Earl, okay. the guy on the spot. Yeah, just some, some oh, dude really? named Earl. Oh, okay, I thought you meant that was a rank, like <laughs> Colonel Earl. Yeah, the, mean, the Earl of Sandwich, dude. <laughs> I mean, that could, that guy's A, getting executed for sure. Or maybe yeah, he's going to be like sure. a Bob Lazar type. You know oh, what I mean? He's the one that it's Dude, all. you mean be totally discredited multiple <laughs> times and still get a fucking Netflix documentary. He's got a YouTube page just talking about the sphere that dude, went up in the sky. That Bob Lazar documentary on yeah, Netflix been, is fucking terrible. It's horrific. It's really, I've dude, been meaning to watch and it. It's, it's not, so bad. For once, it's not Bob Lazar's fault. <laughs> no. It's the filmmaker who inserts himself into the story oh, nice. and is like, I had to solve this mystery about Bob Lazar and figure out if he was talking about something that actually happened. And there's Mickey Rourke narration of like, what, what is a dream? Yep. Is a dream part of you or are you oh, part of the dream? Stop. It's so bad. Jeez, you could drive a truck through that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the end of the way that this ends with like black stoic credits, what it should end with mm. is we're following the sphere back to its home. Like, you know, totally. Let's, let's watch it go through the yeah, cosmos. That'd right? be great. Mm. I'd watch that. A little sphere adventure. He pulls over. He's got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> a little rest stop sphere. He waves at all the other spheres driving around in oh the galaxy. Oh my god. Alien versus predator versus sphere. Ooh, Who wins? Sphere, dude. The sphere. Yeah, because yeah, the all the, the xenomorph would be thinking he's surrounded by predators all the time <laughs> and the predator would think he's being surrounded by xenomorphs. So. Oh man, that's the end of this movie. Would anybody recommend it? You know, it's a hangover movie. It's it's four hours long. <laughs> it's pretty quiet until Hoffman's screaming. <laughs> I do think everyone's pretty good in this movie, and yeah. the script is total dog shit. Yeah, uh, it's it's a light recommend hangover movie for me. Absolutely not. There are better hangover movies out there. All Many right. of them in the same vein as sure, Fear, I, I would say. Leviathan, much better. That's a good movie. Um, yeah, I coming back to this, I forgot how much the chapter thing really does fuck up the the rhythm of the whole thing. Oh, sure. Like, well, just... there, are, there are fades to black. Like, there's fucking commercial breaks. <laughs> in the middle of huge conflicts, they fade to black. And I'm like, what the fuck well, are you doing? it's fading in and out because characters are going to sleep and waking up. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, yeah, it's still a no. Fuck this movie. I'm going to agree with Chris there on fuck this movie because, wow. man, this was snooze town. I was just watching this movie, watching Samuel L. Jackson take a nap, and I just envied him. <laughs> so I also wanted the, them, them calamari eggs, I'll tell you oh, that yeah, much. Yeah, definitely. Those did look pretty good. So, yeah, I'm going to say no.
Uh, yeah, it's a lightish recommend just because the first half of the movie I still think is interesting when it 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 stops being a sci-fi movie and starts being this fucking chamber thriller. It starts being real. Yes, when it <laughs> when it starts getting real, you can forget it. And what's worse, the spheral world, the spherical world. <laughs> there it is. There we go. This script is so bad, and one of the things that sucks is one of the co-writers is Paul uh, Adonazio, who wrote Quiz Show. Oh, really? Yeah. You know yeah. who the other Wait, co-writer is? Kurt Wimmer, right? Yeah! The fucking auteur behind Ultraviolet, previous episode, and Equilibrium. That's su- future Connor. episode. That sounds like uh, uh, the Quiz Show guy yeah. wrote the script, and then Wimmer took the script yes. and rewrote the whole fucking thing. Well, remember, it, well, that's like multiplying 10 by zero. You get a zero at the end. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, my God, though, Kurt Wimmer's credits, man. Oh, the Point new- Break remake, the Total Ooh. Recall remake, Ooh. Salt, Law Abiding Citizens, Street Ooh. Kings, Ultraviolet, it's The Recruit, Equilibrium, The Thomas Crown Affair, Sphere. Oh. Look at all these cinema sins. Thomas Crown Affair is not bad. Yeah, all the rest of it's fucking garbage. I'm going to nail his filmography to a church door. <laughs> that is Sphere from 1998, directed by Baltimore's Barry Levinson. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. A lot of bonus shit going on over there. Uh, this month's, uh, right, we're still in September. We got yeah, the yeah. Golden Eye. Golden Eye for the We up. Love Movies, because we've changed that uh, main feed to, uh, that, uh, you know, main episode feed to a uh, We Love Movies feed. Now, normally this is where I would say, Steve Sadak, what episode do we have in store for our adoring listeners next week? Unfortunately, when uh, we recorded this episode, we screwed up the order uh, of episodes that are coming out. So Steve Sadak was about to give you uh, some classified information about the Halloween spooktacular. However, we have an episode coming out before that, continuing our whole 90s extravaganza. We are talking the lawnmower man. That is right. Jeff Fahey and a very sexy, very shirtless Pierce Brosnan talking about VR stuff and he becomes a god and all that sort of nonsense. So be sure to tune in for that. That is next week. And then the week after that is indeed the Halloween spooktacular. So until next week, where Jeff Fahey is wearing denim overalls, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cavan. Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.